0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Kadruvani, brought to you by the Student Alumni Committee of IIM Ratat. Today, we have with us Mr. Ujwal Bumala. He completed his MBA from our college in 2015 with marketing as his major. He is also an alumnus of National Institute of Technology, Varangal. He is currently working as the head of growth and performance marketing at Dangal Games. Prior to this, he worked at K-12 Techno Service, Private Limited. He was also the CMO and co-founder of Markmon Business Solutions and Memories Unlimited. He is also the founder and CEO of Edzebra. We are privileged to have you with us, sir, and looking forward to having an insightful session with you. Handing it over to Abhinav.
1: Thank Hello, Juhal. Hello. My first question to you is, you began a profession in product management, then shifted towards marketing and entrepreneurship. Since we know marketing industry is very dynamic, were there any challenging aspects of transitioning roles?
2: If yes, what were they? So when I started uh, my career as a product manager, there, there were multiple things that are involved in it. So me being a product manager, I should look into the marketing activities, looking into the sales, looking into the tech side of the product, You know, adding new features, working on the mock-ups, coming up with some... Uh, a new new age tech, uh, adapting to some new age technologies, and also at the same time working with um, the content and the creative teams. You know, it's a, it's a, it's more like a being one point of contact for your entire product work, product activities or even your product growth as well. So post that, uh, I mean, uh, I worked for for good one year as a product manager, and you know, just like every other MBA kid or a B school kid there was this entrepreneurial bug that bit me hard <laughs> and I thought okay uh, let's get into entrepreneurship so it was getting into entrepreneurship was very easy I mean there was zero expectations nobody knows who usually is in the industry and we had to start everything from the scratch and uh, and transitioning into entrepreneurship when uh, when I started Zebra, at zebra is more of a ad tech company it's a it's a place where uh, advertisers and publishers meet, and they do the ad transactions. So, in building building that that platform, it took us a good six seven months in understanding the market and bringing out the product. You know, we started in a small uh, two BHK flat, and that's how we started. And once since, since then, we started scaling up, and we went into a uh, we took a space office space, and then we. And then in between we were in a co-working space. That's, that's how I mean the, the team uh, went growing. And then we we took our niche as the the ad tech company. And then we slowly built the other portfolios. You know we got into event management and all that. So transition for me was easy because in the beginning. And uh, once we start getting into the activities, that is where you start reinventing the wheel. So when you reinvent the wheel, the the wheel will not be round. It will be in the square and you start chopping off the edges in a way that over a period of time, it turns into a full circle and everything goes in that flow. So there were huge challenges and coming to marketing. So if someone is switching, um, transitioning into different segments of marketing or from switching from sales to marketing. the person should ideally understand they're getting into a new genre or getting into the deeper things of which uh, something that has been already evolved so much it's not something that is uh, that has just started a year back or it's not like a or some, some other fad which has started uh, very recently and some somebody with some pretty much good courses can do it so it's not like that so it's, it's more towards uh, how you learn new things and you know how quickly you can learn more than learning new things, how quickly you can learn and how do you implement things? That's what, that's actually the challenge instead of carrying your, your past baggage, how do you learn new things and how do you set up the process end up there? That is how it makes all the difference. Now my second question to you is what are some of the ways in which the
1: marketing has evolved over time?
2: So marketing has evolved in all lengths and breadths. you know, uh, the marketing that you have seen 10 years back is not the marketing that you're seeing today. And by the time you come out of your college, it won't be the same again. So marketing has been evolving uh, over years and new new technologies are coming in. It's not just marketing gone with those days where marketing used to be something like you put up a billboard or you, you send in some flyers and you call it marketing. So now everything is performance driven, you know, let's say you are setting up a setting up an ad on facebook or maybe on google ads so how how do you attribute the users uh, who are coming through these channels and how, how well you can you know how, how is your churn and how, how how much is your revenues that are coming through this and how can you optimize each of your campaigns and this is only one side of the coin where i talk about the digital marketing and then comes the offline channels which is which are growing really great again so there are, there are new technologies that are coming up. Like, for example, if you look into the advertising technology. So earlier, uh, the industry started with a click-based um, tracking where you know every user was given a click ID. And for every action, the click ID is matched. And in the back end, you track all these details and append and say that, OK, this particular user has clicked on your ad. He installed your app, signed up, registered, or you know, uh, subscribe to your product and so on and so forth. And then came, you know, cookie-based tracking and then pixel-based tracking. And now uh, the industry is heading towards, you know, fingerprint or even more uh, customized tracking, ways of tracking things. Tracking things as in how do you track your uh, audience? I think has evolved a lot and there's a long way to go. As in, it's it's not that we're, we're, in, in the process of evaluation, we're, we're just at 20% maybe. The third question
1: is, uh, how did the two-year MBA journey help you in setting up your startups?
2: Yeah, so coming to this question, um, there are two parts, as in what you learn in the classes and what you learn from, from your peers. This is what actually happens in every B-school. Where uh, I was really fortunate to, you know, uh meet really great minds especially in that two-year window be it my seniors my batchmates, or even my juniors and i always tend to keep a connection with with the with the college or the current batches or even uh your, batch, your senior batches as well so that i get to know the new things that are happening around and and you know uh, some kind of expertise some kind of uh, criticism maybe you know, if you look at my academics at IIM Rohtak, I was among those who were in the bottom 20%. So, I know nothing beyond marketing, purely I'm a marketing guy, and a little bit of uh, IT I know that's purely out of my interest. And, and I, I knew nothing about uh, p I knew nothing about, I mean, I know the basics that, okay, this is enough for me to get my grades up, but not beyond that. because that was not something i was looking at and then when uh, when i started things there are multi multiple things as in the i used i have to look into the hr activities i have to look into the uh you know uh the pnl the compliances the the legal memos that we uh generate okay and it was not something that is uh that is taught at the practical level It's, it's not with uh, it can be with any B school. I mean, they tell you it's like these are the things, these are the compliances or uh, this is how you look at the PNL. but PNL is something which uh, everybody knows, but at the compliances level, at the le- uh, what are the legalities, how do you draft a legal tender? and all these things, they are so that that is where I I met these people again, you know, my batchmates or my seniors or my juniors, who are actually doing good in that that field and who felt that okay, uh, this guy is doing something, let's help him out, you know, in some or the other way. So it need not be, you know, uh, see when you're setting startups. So most of the people think that, okay, investment is the huge task, which is not as in many people will buy your idea. And of course there'll be people who will add money to it. But when you're starting just, uh, when you're at the beginning of your, uh, startup, you need people who would invest in your idea and also invest invest their efforts so that is where my uh, i am rohtak janta came in and really supported me because uh, being in a startup you are not uh, i not just me i mean uh, many entrepreneurs they are not fortunate enough to hire the best of the talent and bring them in house especially when you're bootstrapping and you know when you are not even funded to that level so that is where, you know, your peers come in and they, they pick up a few things, they set things up. So my days used to be something like I used to uh, work on my product day in and day out. I mean, in the, in the morning hours looking into the business business development part and also the integrations and everything. And in the back end over the night, I used to call up some of my friends and uh, I asked them, okay, dude, uh, you are really good in uh, in the UX part. Help me in creating the mock-ups and help me in... Uh, Doing these ABC things. So that would be an item where we sit together and then we chat, we talk, and we finish the task. Oh, great answer.
1: Uh, and
2: my next question
1: is uh, What are your thoughts on using social media as a marketing channel when compared to
2: other marketing channels? Um, so if you look at social media as a marketing channel, uh, social media is predominantly a place where uh, you know, users come and post their activities or look into some content for entertainment. And whereas you look into the other marketing channels, say uh, Google search ads or you know um, maybe some other channels, you have the users' intent. Now, let's say someone is searching for what is the best school in best B school in uh, India, and that is where if you put up an ad because he the user has an intent. The user knows what he wants and you set up an ad there. Saying that, boss, uh, I am Rathak is one good college that you should join or some other B-school, A, B, C, right? But when it comes to social media, you don't have the intent. The users don't have the intent to purchase or even the intent to, you know, take a look at it. I mean, if you're really good at uh, coming giving a, a great ad that draws the attention, then yes, you got the you got a user or you got a lead or you got a, See Laura, you got you got a brand follower. So um, looking, but what is uh, social media today, and what is social media going to be? So now, if you look at how Facebook has evolved, or how uh, recently Quora or Distort or the other social media platforms are evolving, they are the game changers. So gone were those days where you know Orkut used to be that social media where there would be no ads and it would be only a community-based thing. And now uh, Facebook has cha- changed the game and there are other new brands which are changing the game completely forever. As in, if you look at Distort, Distort is way more advanced than Facebook, I would say in terms of uh, advertising and how do they track it as well. So, so now there, there has come to a situation where uh, these the, the social media platforms know what their users are entirely. I mean, they, they dig into your DNA, they know your interests, they know your uh, activities, where you're going, what you're doing, what kind of products you're buying and all that. And now they, uh, they would be able to, instead of uh, what you're searching or what you're following, Based on your activities on, on that social media platform, it has evolved to a situation, evolved to a place where it'll give you that relevant ads, which would again uh, make business for them and also the advertisers as well, and also of course uh, the purchasers or the or the users of the platform get what they actually want. So compared to the traditional mediums, it is evolving. So if you ask me, I I put my uh, 40% of marketing spends on Google ads and only 25 to 30% on my Facebook ads or other social media ads. So that's how I, you know, uh, I work on things. So I would say social media has not evolved that much where it, I would, uh, it would surpass the Google search ads or the other things, but yeah, there soon will be those days where people would only be investing on these social media for their digital marketing campaigns. My next question is,
1: how can a small business mark their presence in the market where the biggies are burning millions of
2: dollars in their marketing activities? When you have huge players in the market, you know, they're um, burning millions of dollars and bringing in a lot of uh, activities into the space. So uh, how... Any small small business can only survive by creating a niche for itself. You know, be whatever, maybe the service that we product, uh, service that we offer or the products that we, uh, that we cater. Uh, it's always about creating a niche when you're starting small. So create that niche and see whether you're going to scale it to the next level. How? By, um, you know, making your, by having your uh, loyal customer base, and giving them great customer experience. And they be your spokesperson of your brand. And they talk about your brand. They make people you know, work on things. And slowly you expand your expertise or you expand your niche categories. You create another niche or you enter into another market. And that need, market need not be an entirely different market. It can be something like a geographical market. Now, Let's say you're targeting your Deliencia region. Then you are doing good. Then hit the, uh, the Mumbai Pune belt, or maybe Bangalore. So expand your uh, geographies, or expand your um, features, or expand your uh, services that you are giving. And slowly you will be a uh, a company which would be you know, funded or which will be burning that again millions of dollars in the industry. My next question is. You have worked
1: in firms from various industries like edtech cement event management online gaming so how has your experience been and how can a person prepare himself to be able to work in different industries
2: so to start with uh, as in so i i work with multiple industries i happen to uh, work with apparel, uh, apparels e-commerce cement and so many other industries education edtech and many other things so, but the job that I was doing was same. I mean, I, I, I am a hardcore marketing guy. So I know wh- how a campaign works. But yes, there are certain things which, uh, which completely differs from uh, an industry to industry. As yes. in, uh, probably an apparel uh, works entirely different from an uh, education because, because of the ticket size, you know, or because of the kind of uh, users that are coming in there. So, under understanding these places, and and when you're when you're uh, switching your industries, you have to make sure your your basics are correct. As in uh, the basics, as in how, how do you set up a campaign? How do you run uh, run a particular marketing activity? Be it into event management, or uh, you run your uh, marketing events, or you host some kind of a webinars, workshops. What you you crack the code of what is necessary. So. There are n million ways to convert a user or you know, bring a sale to the company. But at the end of the day, which is more cost effective? How do you reduce your uh, customer acquisition cost? And at the end of the day, it's always money. So when you can uh, acquire a million users with X number amount of budget, then do it instead of uh, spending the money on n different other things. or bringing in only 50, 50, uh, 500k users. And when, uh, one advice I would say for, for, those who are trying to switch the industries or, or even who are at the beginning of the career, always have a mentor for you as an, I would say, uh, I, I follow this as an, uh, I, I don't know if somebody else follows it or not. So I always have this 3M policy as in have three mentors. So I have a mentor, for, uh, who could be my senior my immediate senior or or my super senior who is somewhat in in my zone or at my level of you know of the business and then there there will be some some other person uh, i i i will have another mentor in the industry who is kind of a there's a huge 15 20 year gap who has been really successful and also there will be another mentor who is completely from a different industry so your, your first mentor will give you what you have to do in your current job. And your second mentor will tell you the things, how things are operating at uh, 10,000 feet above. And probably your third mentor will give you a complete overview of how the other industries are working and how, uh, how can you adapt things that are happening in those industries into yours and how, how can you experiment on new things? So th- this is how most of these, uh, I mean, th- th- this is how I work, probably if, if you find it useful. So go ahead with it.
1: Yeah, it, it is really very useful. Um, and my last question is, what is the advice you give to the current students who are aspiring to enter into the marketing field?
2: Okay, uh, so like I said, get into the 3M policy of uh, having three mentors and experiment new things, uh, experimenting new things as in, uh, so, so people say that, okay, your learning ends uh, after your, your placement or after your, you, you get, you graduate. Okay, that, that's not how it works in the industry. It's totally different. So in, be it any school, they tell you the basics as in how to survive and what are these basic ABC things. And every company's DNA is totally different. Nobody knows what's uh, what's in store and, and even the times are really uncertain and you should be totally ready for it. So no no one knew that a pandemic is uh, was going to hit, hit the country when it started in China. And now we're completely in a situation where, you know, you guys are at homes and while you're, uh, I mean, most of the B schools they say that okay, peer learning is the best learning, and you guys are at home. So be, uh, be ready for it. Be ready for the uncertainties, and also make sure you you earn things on your own. I mean, uh, I, I have seen uh, people when they started their careers, they they, they don't see. They think that there, uh, what they have learned is so much, and what they are doing is very minimal job, as in. So I I have friends who complain that, okay, I'm just preparing Excel sheets and presentations in the corporate life and nothing more than that. I'm not being a a decision maker or he he does not have an authority to make decisions. So, so my two cents would be when you are entering into a new company, nobody will give you all the responsibilities into your hand, unless you have earned that, uh, you know, earned that space. So you should learn things. So yeah, initially you'll be uh, working on Excel, you'll be preparing presentations, you'll be you know, uh, meeting people for the business development activities, you'll be doing and many other things which may not matter a lot, but that will make you a new person as in you, that is where you start learning things. So when you're preparing the Excel sheets and when you're uh, preparing the, the uh, PPTs, what are your seniors doing? You learn from that and get the takeaways. And you work on engineering yourself and you take things to the next level. And I always uh, suggest some, someone to have a multiple, uh, not a career option as such, but expand your uh, your forte. So now let's say you're a digital marketing guy. So get into the uh, the next part of it as in uh, say you're in the acquisition, whereas you work on acquiring the users. So then you, you start learning about retaining the users. So what are the different tools that are there in the market and all that. And and probably now let's say you, you're into sales. So look into the other side of it as in what what's happened, what is going to happen beyond sales. So how, how this uh, customer delight works, how, how this uh, customer success manager works, what are the different other things that are there in the market and all that. And one other thing uh, I would say, so if someone someone is really looking into a career in marketing, uh, a small uh, heads up, there are million other digital marketing guys in the world and you just are going to start your career. So, so you have to compete with, All these people. So how are you going to compete with them? So, like I said, gone were those days where you set up a campaign and bring in the numbers and say that, okay, this is marketing. So those those days were gone. Now we're in the generation where, uh, how do you track where, where your spends are going and how many, what is your return on investment on a particular campaign? Or what is your return of investment on a particular activity? So, and how, how do you quantify it and quantify the efforts that you're putting in or the, the type of channels that you're using? And I, I would say you better get accustomed to the technologies that are there around. Like, you know, for, for acquisition, we have uh, Apps Flyer, uh, Branch, Singular, and CleverTap for uh, retention activities. So, you have to, you should have this uh, one hand experience of all these things. And that, that is where I, I would say you, you would be standing out as, as a digital marketing guy or a marketing person in the industry. And also I would say uh, don't wait for the opportunities. Uh, or I mean don't wait till your uh, you, you get into a you finish your two two-year course and then don't wait till the time you join, join some company. So now let's say you're introducing marketing, get, get onto freelance.com and be a freelancer, find some projects, do it for free. I mean, you don't have to get paid. Is this just for for the sake of an experience? I mean, come on, you 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 have you have a tight schedule, but that doesn't mean that you know you cannot work on other things. We always have time to party, right? So go go to the market, see something, uh, see if you if you find a particular it can be as minimal as you find a, a particular a Kirana store and which is uh, catering to the 10 kilometer radius or five kilometer radius and build them a digital marketing campaign for them. And we'll do it for free. Just ask them to bear the expenses of the ads and see how it works. So I I want uh, I, I would suggest you to experience everything as in before getting into the getting into the industry or before leaving the college. Or uh, now, let's say you're a, you're a finance person and you wanted to know uh, dig deeper into how the real time uh, p l works or real time uh, the compliances or the other things work. So you meet those people who are doing really small business. You start with that. You experience it, and then you look into case studies are fine. Case studies are good. They give you a really great experience of how do how the the bigger uh, greater things work. But when it gets into the reality, when, uh, when when you get to know how small companies work, that is where your your initial learnings will be. And that is how you scale things up.
1: So my first question would be, what advice would you give to your younger self?
2: So I would say study well, participate more. So I, I was kind of a guy uh, who attended the classes and did the basics of the work could be your group projects or anything and and i was i was a biker back then so i used to travel to places and being in rotak is one one zone which is equidistant to all the great places you can go to manali you can go to amritsar you can go and visit kashmir jaipur everything and believe me i never wasted any weekend so what Suggestion that I would give is do enough traveling, so focus on you know the things that I told you. So uh, like uh, you know, getting onto some life projects or do some projects, do some freelancing and all that. I didn't have anyone to tell tell me that back then. So rather I would go and say I would be that young one mentor and tell my younger self that. Very nice advice. Uh, so my next <laughs> question would be, what do you miss about God's whole life? It's always that uh, cl- classroom experience or the hostel experience, you know, the, the, where we all sit together, we brainstorm, we talk about things. And one good thing about Aarothic is we have that diversity. If uh, We get people from entirely different backgrounds. I mean, I have a friend who is a dentist. I have a friend who is a political sciences person. I have a friend. Who is in a, a PSU background? So it's it's all different mindsets and different perspectives. So every time you start thinking about a particular activity or a particular you know the the, the things that are happening around or the be be related to technology or marketing or anything. So you always keep your vision straight, and you know it would be a narrowed perspective. And the when we interact with the, the other cutto so the the spectrum or the bandwidth expands uh, you know uh, in a way that you, you get to know how differently someone can think about it and of course the all the wacky other things that we do at college yeah so my
1: next question would be best things you learned being a khatol.
2: Um best things would be uh, more towards um how do i put it i would say well, what i'm today is because what i experienced being a tutor you know uh, our uh, classroom so you, you know that right uh, classrooms and then assignments the pro group projects and you always know that deadlines are sacrosanct right so that is that is one thing uh, i really learned uh, yeah, being on time and finishing things on time I never delayed any project I never delayed any uh, output till date of course I did that in college but not in a professional life so
1: uh, my next question is how to deal with stress I
2: I don't want to be a spiritual guru but I would say uh, I mean I'll tell you what I follow I, I take my bike out I go out for a ride put my earphones on sing out loud all the lyrics no matter what the other people think and yeah that's my therapy my next question is how do you prioritize things okay so how do i prioritize things uh, so th- there are, are two different ways uh, how i do one at the real time and one at the start of the day so or start of the day or start of the week so i always make sure what are these abc things that i have to do and where are they? So I, I, uh, I think uh, you guys are uh, aware of this app called Trello. Trello is a organizer. You know, it's more on a Kamban base. So I organize things. I, I, I know that, OK, these are the deliverables that I should meet at the end of the week and what I'm doing today. And I, I compare it with things that have to be done. And also make sure that the, uh, because I, I, I'm in this in, uh, industry of uh, real money gaming and also in the marketing field, there are things that comes that pops up out of nowhere. So it goes something like uh, everything we have set up, everything we are running the campaigns, everything is going good, and all of a sudden your uh, Facebook ad account gets uh, blacklisted. Nobody knows why, and there comes a whole chaos. so always uh, i always have a plan b ready now let's say there is something that ha- happens here these are the abc things that i'm going to do so th- that, that's how i prioritize things so so one i should i mean not just me anybody uh, you should be clear on what are the things that uh, abc things that are that you have to do or that are that have to be delivered and how you how effectively are you going to do it and tracking it is the most important part
1: so my next question is, we got to know that you attended an autonomous robotics workshop.
2: So was it something you were passionate about? Everyone follows a particular fad, right? You know, somebody picks a guitar, thinks that because that, that's cool. So I picked up robotics because I thought that was cool. And me coming from a, a electronics and communications background, I really felt that that, that, is, that would be one space which would be really, really cool. And that would make me someone whom you would set up at. And yeah, that's how it started. But after going deeper into it, and I found some love love for it. And I got into RC Motors and RC Robotics and all that. Yeah. I started with a simple, uh, you know, uh, a line following uh, bot, as in you, you keep a maze like this, and the bot will follow and then from there i started building things and you know went to a stage where i can build a rc uh, not a drone but yeah a kind of a failed drone maybe
0: small uh, rapid fire so it's like yeah. i'll give you a word whatever comes to your mind you can tell like for example if i say blue you may say water like that so it should okay. be quick uh, okay so- uh so the first word is Khator.
2: Khator, I, I am Rotak.
0: Hangout place in Marathak. Uh
2: there are many diners, uh Magdi, M- mm-hmm. you know, uh, there, is, uh, there is this uh, There are many other places. Uh Murthal is a, is our uh, go to place.
0: Mm-hmm. And then library.
2: Library, I have never been, I'm sorry. That's hostel. an unexplored zone. Hostel. <laughs> hostel. Hostel is live. Maggie. Maggie again. Hostel.
0: Okay. Uh, then deadlines. Uh, or <laughs> Classroom.
2: Classroom is fun. Uh,
0: free riders.
2: Yes, studies. Free riders. Uh, welcome to the club. It is really necessary.
0: Coffee breaks.
2: Coffee breaks, time pass,
0: infusion,
2: infusion is like,
0: last, but not the least roommate
2: roommate. (laughs) Yeah. The roommates are special.
0: Thank you, sir, for taking time from your busy schedule and being with us today. It was great pleasure learning and listening from your experience. We are grateful for having you as the guest of the day. Thank you so much, sir. For more such engaging episodes of Katharwani, stay tuned. We'll be back soon.